You are now tuned in to the Windy City Benders Podcast. This is WCVP. All right, it's another edition of the WCV Podcast, a part of the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. It's Jerem, it's Tanner. What's up, bud? Not much, bruh. Just uh, enjoying some playoff hockey. Playoff hockey is uh, in full effect, and uh, some some bummers, some letdowns, and what we were expecting to be good, some like really interesting uh, series going up. And some fucking ugly, dirty shit going on that doesn't even involve the games. It is all off by shit. And we will get yep. into all that here in a second. Uh, first, as always, we uh, will always try to find something to talk about with the Blackhawks. And, uh, well, there's nothing. There is one little minor note uh, in Hawks talk world, and that is that the Blackhawks signed defensemen. Philip Roos. Yeah. To like what, a two year. Yeah. Roos. The Roos is loose as I stole from cat friendly. I will give the credit from there. Um, but yeah, he is a six, four. Uh, did you see how six, much? Four, 190. 190. Oh, he's a, he's a skinny guy. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's like doc size when he uh, was coming into the league. Uh, but yeah, only less than a mil nine, two, five per year. Because you know what the Blackhawks needed? More defensive prospects. That's what, yeah. that's what they needed. So uh, at some point, there's got to be a trade, right? Like, they have got to. Yeah, I think, like, filling up on the D prospects is, like, eventually swap somebody for, like, a forward prospect. Do you think that they potentially are looking to move maybe one of the defensive prospects that are a little bit closer to NHL? action now and because they they kind of they're kind of stuck with the log jam right I mean, now i'm sure they're just gonna see what kind of offers they get if, if they're like hunting for any kind of other prospects and see see what what they want in return yeah because they're as of right now they have seth jones jake mccabe riley stillman connor murphy um all locked down for a a little bit so that's four spots right there yep you got two open left two spots open left in the defensive rotation there you got a shit ton of guys looking for to fill those roles i mean you got to think yeah yeah, i mean you got to think like ian mitchell uh bowden like some of these guys might get shot this this offseason especially when we've talked about this before they clearly need to rebuild up that offensive pool yeah that's that's where we're suffering a lot um we'll we'll see what happens i mean all the guys that were like mainstays on the blue line last year like if anybody of any of them get moved like i wouldn't be upset because it's not like we were exactly the best defensive team in the world so even though we did we did have like three was it three McCabe, Dahan, and Murphy were like three of like the top ten or fifteen like shot blocks, shot blockers, and uh, maybe hits too or something like that. That's crazy. Was it Dahan? You said Dahan was up there. Yeah, Dahan. Yeah, and he's yeah. We're not gonna. Yeah, Dahan's not gonna be there anymore unless he wants to take a very big pay cut. Which yeah, I don't see why. Why he would at this point? I mean, he'll get some team to throw stupid money at him for sure. 
Yeah. Like he's solid defensive player. And I think he's gonna get he's gonna get what he deserves. Yeah, and then it's so yeah, that's pretty much the main thing. Then it's also just more the same, like the speculation of rumors going around and people saying talking on their ass about what the Hawks should do or could do. Uh, one that's been gaining a little bit more traction that I I I don't like uh, is that multiple outlets have talked about the Blackhawks and New Jersey Devils swapping the second overall pick for to bring it. Oh really? And I didn't I see that anywhere. Hate, I hate that. I do not like that. I think that you're not going to get a Debrinket player at second overall in this year's draft. Yeah. You keep you keep the cat. You're a fucking moron. Again, I've said this many times. If certain moves happen, what do you know? What are you doing? I don't know. I kind of like don't hate it. <laughs> like you would move Debrinket? I would move. I mean, if, if it was second overall and maybe something else. Oh, it has to be something else. There would have yeah, to be more. Because I mean, with the with the return you got for Hagel, like a just a just I think just second overall would be like very, very low for if we're comparing the two the two trades. Like you you drilled the Hagel trade, and then that one's kind of like. I think it was just because I would be upset if it was one for like the one for one, but I wouldn't. I don't know. It's not the worst thing in the world. I just think that I think the other thing that comes with it that would suck is the fact that like you probably don't get Patrick Kane to resign then. I mean that's a dom- you're looking at a organization dominoes effect right there, and yeah. the whole team is identity will be changed forever with that one move. And I don't know, like I might be insane here and all that, but like I feel like even if you're in a rebuild, no matter what you're looking to get, to bring it sh- out of this team should be the only untouchable i feel like he's the kind of guy that you you when you're rebuilding you need one player that you kind of gotta be like okay this is we're building around like right he is young he's gonna take us into like you know this next generation the next hot core he's already an assistant captain exactly he can be clearly the captain right after whenever taze is done yeah i that's why i just like i don't like it and i and we've kind of talked about it like i don't think this draft is the draft to go and do anything drastic no, in. I don't if, think so either. Yeah, next year I feel is the one. If you want to take a big swing like that, next year's the year to do it. Yeah. I just I mean, if it's because we're I know we're like rebuilding, but like just, you know, getting the first round pick just to get a first round pick is going to be stupid. And I know like it's, it's coming. Not, it's not I, it's not Davidson's fault that we don't have a first round pick, so it's like you kind of get like you get that uh, like leeway of like clear, like nothing wrong with just sticking with what we got. Like you're inheriting this shitty situation. Yeah, exactly. And you're doing a good job, you know, trying to fix it by the Hagel move. Yeah, that was a great move. And I just, and I've said this many times before, he learned under Stan Bowman and until the draft happens (laughs) and the first round pick doesn't, you know, and there's no stupid move for a first round pick. Yeah. I really think there's something coming. Like, I, I just, I can't, until it doesn't happen, it's like, I'm not going to believe there's not a chance it happens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but that's the thing. It's just going to be nerve wracking for a while until, yeah. like, for sure, like, the draft has come and passed, but anything can happen. 
Unless, I mean, know. don't get me wrong. Unless there's some, like, ridiculous, like, yeah, what if an NHL. Gets, like, three three first-round picks for, like, to bring it. NHL 22, like, like, where you get the response, <laughs> like, oh, we're going to accept this before you change your mind type of thing. Like, yeah. then, okay. But, yeah, to bring it for the second overall pick to New Jersey, I mean, you throwing in Jack Hughes. You throwing in, like, Luke Hughes or whatever. Like, I mean. Yeah, I don't think they do got to get something significant, like, back. I well, I don't know. I think I think one of the I think if they were to do any kind of uh, first like second overall plus, I, w- I would hope it would be like another first rounder, but it would probably be like condition conditional based on like being a top ten pick or something, get pushed back to the next draft or something like that. I don't even know who the second like person is. It's um, the it's the kid from Europe. He was in. Uh, he actually played in the Olympics and scored a bunch of goals. It's like Sl- Slipkowski or something like that. It's like I've what the there. people are looking at. Six foot four, two eighteen. Jesus. I mean, that doesn't sound terrible. Six foot four goal scorer. Uh, this past season he put up eighteen points with TPS Junior in the Finland Junior League, and then in thirty-one games with the big club, he put up ten points. And yeah, um, yeah. in the Olympics, he put up seven goals. Yeah. I mean, sure, it's not like this. The Olympics have, it's like always a, or not a, always, but like the same as of late, um, or like years ago, I guess. I can't fucking think. Um, but I mean, still putting up seven goals in China. <laughs> yeah, I not just, too bad. I'm just like looking at these guys. So like the top, well, the other guy too is Joachim. Oh, no, it was the final. That was midterming. Never mind. Um, mm-hmm. The second overall United, or North American is Logan Cooley, who this past year is for Team USA, like U18 National Development Program, 51 games, 75 points. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't think this is, this is not the year to do it. I don't think. I, I think. You take the team, you make the little moves here and there to to, the, to build this team out it's for a one-year tank job. You get the first overall pick next year, and then you go all out and, like, start making the moves and start building and all that kind of stuff. Okay, Perfect but, what if, but what, if I say, what if I say something uh, that might change your mind? <laughs> what? What if, what if I say, I mean, this guy... Jiraj Jira Slavkovsky, I yeah. mean, six foot four Slovak, can score goals. Can he do a little playmaking? Could he be Marion Hosted 2.0? <laughs> I don't know what he's like. Um, <laughs> I don't know what he's like uh, defensively or anything, but how, how fucking cool would that be? Yeah, but you know who to bring or Hosa needed? He needed some, you know, supporting act there. You trade the main guy that could be the great supporting act. I don't know. Let's see. But I like where your head's at. Looking for the next host. I, I just, like it. Yeah, it was just I, like, I like uh, it. doesn't it feel if if it were to happen, would it make you feel better if I was like, maybe you could be like Hosa? <laughs> uh, yeah, to- I don't know. Or do we go completely? Or do they go completely off the board and go go goalie second overall? Yeah, I don't know. Is there is there one even? 
around yeah, that the area. number one North American is Tyler Brennan in 39 games played. Oh, they don't even put like win loss. He had a three, five, eight goals against with four shutouts and an eight, nine, nine save percentage. That is the number one goalie in North America in this, mm. in this draft class. What Not the fuck? Bad. About Papias Linen, Linon, whatever. 21 games played. Dude, I can get excited over a six foot four, 218 pound goal scorer, though. <laughs> How many fucking things did this kid play in this year? Jesus Christ. One, two, three, four, five different like leagues and tournaments he played in this year. That's insane. Who? Oh, the the European number one goalie. Oh, the number one goalie. Oh. Well, it's they have like uh um it's not five different leagues. Because no, like, it's like even, two different levels and then there's like tournaments. And then it's the tournament with like uh if they did Olympic play as well. Oh, yeah, team world championship. So that just happened. I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like, I love to bring it, but like, I I want him to stay. If we got second overall and maybe something else, I I wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I would be upset, but like, if you want to like really kick off the rebuild, and then like I said, I think it would really like we would end up losing Kaner. And I think that would be like the fucking worst. Cause I want to see him. still. I still want to see him like set the franchise record in points and stuff. You know what you're doing right now? What? You were still upset about losing Hagel. Yeah. So you were just mentally preparing yourself to lose to bring Pretty much. You were just, <laughs> you're just laying the foundation. I, as long as it's not as, a blindsided move. Just like if, if Hagel gets two prospects and two firsts overall, like, I feel like Debrinkit would get a lot more. Debrinkit will get like should get offer sheet style rounds and like for like four first round picks. <laughs> what about that? What if Debrinkit doesn't get traded, but he gets offer sheet? Oh, and then and like because it would have to be a nine million dollar minimum for the offer sheet. I'm pretty sure. Which it, it would, would it have to match the qualifying offer? We would, yeah. No, 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 no. I know. Like, if we if we made a qualifying offer, it would be nine million. But I'm wondering if he got offer sheeted, would it have to be nine mil? No, but I mean, whatever. he, he. I don't think he. I don't think he'd sign an offer sheet for less than fucking nine point five. Right. No, but the offer sheet could be whatever they want. Yeah. Okay. So like, yeah, if he signed an offer sheet for like nine point five, I think that's like the first four or like first round picks for four years or something like that. That would just show you how badly either he a wants to get out of Chicago. Or he just wants it, like wants to get paid. Yeah, you're making nine million dollars. Yeah, I'll take I, that for one year. Uh, I would, I get, I would get. So, I'm more worried right now than I, I should be, just because you said the second overall pick might be a thing that we could get. I'll get less worried when the draft passes, and then I'll be extremely unworried, or no, I'll be still very worried if the whole season goes by without an extension. If he is not signed by the trade deadline, he's gone. And so yeah, is Keen. It would have to be like a trade, though. Um, That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Like, so think the Hawks, the Hawks signed Philip Roos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we got sidetracked like crazy. Just getting too much too much going on. Uh, see, we thought we had nothing to talk about for Hot Stop, but we we made it. We Yeah, we, I, don't like, I don't like hearing this. Like, well, I, Wasn't there something else where it was like, hearing talks of like 
Doc to Boston. Yeah, Dice to, like, in our group chat brought up that there's a rumor. He didn't that, say where he saw it yeah. or anything. So who knows, like, like if this is legitimate or not? If this is Hawks Insider, if it's Hawks Insider, it's fucking trash. Um, but it was the Bruins offer DeBrusque and was it Coyle? Uh, no, it was uh, Carlo. Carlo for Doc and prospects, which I think wouldn't make any fucking sense because why would we take DeBrusque and Carlo unless we're trying to like move them for prospects? Like we already have Doc, so like. I don't know. And, and we're trying to replenish our prospect pools. So why would we in re, in a rebuild? So why would we trade away prospects? Like I know we're gonna if you're gonna trade prospects, you're gonna do like minor league trades. I think right. Like oh, you got a, you got a forward that's not cracking it or it's being stuck in the log jam. We got defenseman that's stuck in the log jam. Yeah, that's, let's help each other out, kind of thing. Like it's that, or we're moving like the veterans that are available to be moved like we talked about before like it's i think you're gonna have i think murphy or one of murphy or mccabe is not going to be on this team like at the end of the season next year probably at the beginning but we'll probably see murphy probably be wrong but that's what if i was rebuilding like you don't need to have like the two four million dollar plus four million dollars and over like defensemen for three more years that are like in their prime right now right and to be honest, like I, I said in the group chat, I'm surprised it took this long for the Hawks to be connected to DeBrusque. I yeah. thought that was Especially like... Especially when he wanted out. Yeah. Yeah, well. So we'll see. we'll see. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, we I think we've talked about this too on the show. I think the move right now for Doc is everybody is just labeling him a bust. They're, they're calling him a bust. And I'm still not there yet. I still think he can be a competitive NHL player. I think, again, we mentioned this, like I think it was a reach at third with him yeah. and all that, but we talk, we'd like to talk about doc like every episode. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I, yeah. And I just, I'm still before we move him, I think they need to explore him playing wing. Yeah. Less responsibility. Let him focus on his game. Kiss just, it. I, it I, simple, just see, I just see him as the type of player that if, if we give up too soon, he's, it's going to really burn us. Well, then if that happens, then we're truly back to the dark days of Blackhawks because what would happen every time in the in the late 90s, early 2000s, the Hawks would trade somebody and then they just go on and have fucking fantastic careers. Yeah, and I think Doc can have a very solid career in Chicago. You just got, and like I said, and I'm not going to beat this horse dead more, but it's just like he got all the he, time. He's screwed. Like he really got yeah. screwed with the shortened seasons, the injuries, the constant coaching changes. There's no consistency for this kid to develop. A lot of these top prospects kind of have a system in place for them when they get drafted that it's like, okay, here you are. You're, we're either going to bring you up right away. We're going to slowly bring you up. You can develop a little bit, learn everything, and then boom, where it's like, here, this is what you're going to do. Oh, no, that coach is gone. Okay, now we're going to do this. Oh, no, that coach is like, it's just – it's fucked. He's fucked, and I feel bad for him. And people, be nice to Kirby. Leave Kirby alone. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. All right. All right. So that's think that wraps up uh, Hawks talk. Uh, yep. Let's go to NHL talk real quick here. Well, I guess we'll we'll loosely call this hockey talk because there's uh, one kind of serious thing that came out today that 
uh, needs to kind of be addressed. And it's going to be really interesting to see what happens because um, it could possibly affect current NHL teams and all that is that Hockey Canada and the CHL uh, settled a a lawsuit of alleging uh, sexual assault among Hockey Canada players at uh, 2018 World Junior Championship. They haven't named names. They haven't said anything like that. The NHL released a statement that they were made aware of this today, that they are going to get all the information and look into what needs to be done um, because it will potentially involve current NHL players. Again, it's another shitty mark on hockey and then showing hockey culture is just a goddamn trash can lately. Um, But it's going to be really interesting to see. Like, I haven't looked up who was on that team and who could possibly be um, involved in this. And I'm not going to, I firmly believe that whatever I'm, whatever's going to come out, is going to come out. I don't want to throw stones, cast judgment or anything or make assumptions about anything until the information's out there. I can tell you who was on that team. If you want to, <laughs> you can go ahead, but I, I'm not gonna. Ooh, weird. Boris Kachuk was on that team. Taylor Radish was on that team too. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's a uh, oh god. But yeah, Dylan Dubé. I don't know who uh Jonah Gajevic. Oh, what team is he on right now? I don't know. Uh let's see, Maxine Comtois, Tyler Steenbergen, Drake Batherson, Michael McLeod, Brett Howden, Sam Steele, Alex Formanton. This team's stacked. Jordan Cairo, Robert Thomas, Jake Bean, Connor Timmons, Cal Foot. Kale McCarr, Dante Fabro, Kale Clegg, Victor uh, Mete, and then Colton Point and Carter Hart. And that. Jesus. Yes. There are some big names in there. Yeah. That's crazy. And I'm going to be selfish and say, for the love of God, please don't be radish or Boris. Please, for the love of God. Oh, wait. Is this Canadian World Junior Team? Oh, okay. Sorry, I was just I was re-looking at it because I saw somebody had mentioned that Makar was uh, not even in the CHL, so I don't know. It was in the CHL. It said, okay, I'm, I'm just looking at the comments on like the Reddit post and people are saying that from an article before it said that this there, it was CHL players, so Makar wouldn't be included. So it would be any NCAA guys weren't Radish is still then. included, right? He yeah, because he, he played with yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> that I one's mean, on Tampa though. That's on Tampa. That's not on the Hawks. Jesus. <laughs> no, that'll be oh, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. And it's a chance for the NHL to step up, especially after everything with the Hawks and all that kind of stuff. Like yeah, you, like, you said a lot. You said a lot one of, of those things. things we're really glad like these things are getting called out, you know. And like, you... as much as it sucks to hear about it, it's like people are going to start thinking twice before they start doing dumb shit. Yeah, how do you change hockey them. culture? You call shit out like this. You, yeah, you, you bring guilty parties to the forefront and and you you punish them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's right. that's the only way to do it. Yeah, like, so the NHL, I mean, they you can't just real... try and quietly tell people to not do stuff behind closed doors and like just hope that they fucking don't like that they be good. You got to show them like 
hey, if you're going to do fucked up shit, you're going to get fucked. There's a lot of talk from them with the Kyle Beach situation and how they have to be better and they will be better. Um, and there's something we'll talk about when we get to the Western Conference playoffs. But so far, I think they're dropping the ball again on all that kind of stuff, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, the other NHL news that came out, really, it was just some some signings. Um, Brian Russ signed a six-year deal with the Pittsburgh Penguins, which I think is kind of – the door was closing on Malkin, uh, uh, Latang, and Crosby. Like the big three still staying together. I think that signing's closing it a little bit more. Um, oh yeah, kind of, oh, well, they still have. It says they have twenty three million in projected cap space. In the they also wasn't the report that they also really low ball, low balled them like three years, yeah. fifteen million or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was like Crosby came out and said that he was upset with the offers that they got. But like the thing too. I mean, besides Malkin and Latang, like I guess you'd probably want to keep like Kasperi Kapanen, and you'd probably oh he's on RFA, but you I mean they just traded for Ricard Raquel, and I would assume they'd want to keep him unless he was just like a pure rental for the playoffs. He's only twenty nine. Jesus. Yeah, it feels like he's been in the league for a lot longer. Ever. <laughs> but I guess it's probably just because he was in Anaheim for so long, and like. He was still, I mean, he was on Anaheim. I, was, I think he was on Anaheim in 2015 when the Hawks played him. And that might have been like when he was like first making it big. No, he played 71 games. Yeah. 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 That was like his first almost full season. Yeah. But it felt like he had been playing for longer than that, or longer than just since then, though. His first season, like technically, he played four games, a lockout short in year, played 18 the following year, and then 71 and 14 15. And then yeah. he became a regular. Not too shabby. Um, but yeah, too, we're talking about that real quick with Crosby. Another thing I remember, I can't remember if we talked about it last episode, but he also, in their end of the season interviews and all that kind of stuff, he pretty much said he wants to play th- the next three years for sure and then yeah. go year by year after that. Yeah, uh, that's pretty goddamn scary. <laughs> He'll be 37 when this contract ends. This current one? Yeah, that's the lat. That's three years. Okay, so th- that's what he was saying. He wants to play. He wasn't the saying like he wasn't saying like three more years after that. No, he was saying th- he goes. I'm playing the next three years for sure, and then we'll okay. go year by year after that. Dude, he's just he's just a, just a solid player. So it's crazy. It's crazy too to talk about that. Like we've talked about this too before. I know we're just repeating ourselves a lot, but he's such a good player and he still will go down to is probably one of the biggest what ifs. Yeah. Like, and that's fucking bananas to me. (laughs) Oh man. I hope that nothing happens to McDavid, like what happened to Crosby, because that would be just fucking devastating for the league too. Oh yeah. Cause he was, I mean, have you seen the comparisons of like, through however many games, like Crosby and McDavid, and they're, like, fucking equal. And I'm sure, like, now what we're a few years in, like, you'd see this is, like, about the time that uh, Crosby was, was injured, I think, in his career. And then McDavid's still healthy. And yeah, he's this is, like, the first fucking big going, concussion, right? Going off, yeah. Yeah, hopefully... Hopefully that's not the case because I mean, I was gotta, gonna say McDavid's got to be good, good, be a good chase for some Gretzky records, but I don't think that's even possible. 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe what like what would it be like most consecutive seasons with 100 plus points or something like that? Because he, yeah, he he had he would be able to get that because of he still drilled 100 points in a fucking shortened season. Oh. I don't know. So the next, the other big, or not big signing, the other signing. Notable soundings. I guess it is kind of big because of like everything that went down with it was Marchi or Dono re-signed two years uh, with the Maple Leafs, uh, $800,000 each year. Yeah. There was reports that he and the Leafs had a handshake agreement on a million dollars per year, and he went back and said, I will take less money to help this team, you know, get the pieces they need. Yeah. Hometown discount. Literally works so much better when the guy's literally from the hometown. <laughs> like, right. It's, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of silly. It's gonna take less money to lose in the first round, game seven. I don't know why, but okay. So he, he's 38 years old, so he'll be 40 when this contract ends. Uh Jason Spessa, 38 years old, says that he will only play for the Leafs from here on out. So Jesus. like I mean, love the loyalty, but Jesus Christ, boys! Like, like, do you really want to win a cup? Yeah. What do you think of the trade deadline? The, looking and see like where the matchup is, and it's like uh, Toronto's or uh, Tampa Bay's. Uh, you know what? Let's uh, l- let me get that trade to Tampa. I mean, fucking go play in Colorado. <laughs> you really want to get a cup, like a team that's actually set up and doesn't have to face off against either Tampa or Florida in the first round probably next year. If your cup chasing West Western conference team might be the way to go. Yeah. And Easy you just, route you to just, the final. Just kind of hoping that like the Eastern conference teams beat the shit out of each other so much by the time your team makes it to the finals, like you'll be okay. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so that's really all the hockey news. So yeah. let's, let's jump right into. Uh, oh, Corpus Allo got uh, signed. Oh yeah. One year, the, like one by the Columbus. Yeah, when the Columbus Blue Jackets. Columbus. Uh, all right. So playoff updates. So talked about the good, the bad, the ugly happening. So just the upsetting for me. Florida gets bounced in four games. Yikes. God. Did, did they score a power play goal at all? No, they scored one in the last game. No, because they got shut out. Never mind. They scored one and it got taken back. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. And it was game one. Yeah. That's where that's where the decline started. Well, what they scored three goals in four games. A team that averaged over four goals per game during the regular season scored the three team, goals in four games. The team that scored the most goals in a single season in the salary cap era. Three goals in four games. And zero power play. Zero power play goals the entire playoffs. That's, what the fuck happened? What what a collapse in the second round that is. I mean, it's not. It sucks. Like they also got had to play Tampa Bay. <laughs> like, Toronto at least took them to seven. Holy shit! Like, are you kidding? And it's. Just, I mean, going off of that too. Like, there's the the Andre Vasilevsky stat of like he. I don't even know why anybody shows up to a series clinching game against Tampa Bay, like. I don't think they need to even ice defensemen during those games. No. Because he is a literal brick wall. 
one goal on 200 shots in seven series clinching games. Six, and that was that was against Toronto. That's crazy. And apparently, also, there was what he made 49 saves in game four for a shutout. Yep, that's stupid. He's got like a what? A, it was like a 0.14 goals against average in clinching games in the last seven. His last seven clinching games, like that makes are you sense. Fucking kidding me. So, yeah, it's not where, fair. Where the fuck does Tampa yeah. Bay get off? Still <laughs> doing this shit. Like having the best goalie ever. Just I mean, play off possibly. Tampa. Just play and then, off and then Tampa. having one of the best defensemen in the league. And then probably having one of the most explosive offenses. Oh, that's another stat I read. Kucherov has got oh, the yeah. last three playoffs has 62 assists. That's more points than anybody else. Yeah. In that span. It, points. Yeah. It's just his assist. Yeah, it's crazy. Who the <laughs> fuck do good. you think you are, Kucherov? Tampa Bay, Bay, like, went and, like, destroyed the one season and, like, won the – wasn't the President's Trophy, got swept, and they're like, okay, fuck the President's Trophy. Like, we're here to play, make the playoffs, and then that's it. And there you go. But there, that's I, – I put that on social. The Blackhawks are the, in the last nine seasons are the only President's Trophy winners to win the Stanley Cup. Thus yeah. meaning they are the greatest team in the last ten years. During this lockout shortened season. Also, you look at their numbers they put up. Prove me wrong. Yeah, I mean they're prove, insane. Prove us wrong. Tell us, tell us where the lies are, because they're not. There's no lies. But honestly, with also both this. teams, both teams have Brent Seabrook. Seabs <laughs> factor, baby. Let's go. That's right. That's right. You think Seabs even knows what's going on? I mean, he, do you? How funny it would be if he just shows up to Tampa games. He actually has like a jersey that says Seabrook on it. He's like, let's go, boys. They show him <laughs> up in the in the booth or the in the the skybots. Like yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Like God, he, I wish they he, he I, just says hi to Hagel. Hagel's like, oh yeah, I forgot you were here. <laughs> I wish they would dress him like okay, they're up three nothing in the Stanley Cup final. Dress yeah. him for game four. Let yeah. him step on the ice, get off. So then he played his one Stanley Cup final game that he gets another trophy. It's another name on the cup. Does he? Yeah, it's like it's just like you got to play one Stanley Cup final game and you're eligible for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Real Seabrook, quick. <laughs> you got to suit up. Hedman's hurt. <laughs> we need a big right-handed defenseman. Wait, is Hedman right-handed? No, he's, I think he's left-handed. Would... Do you think Florida, this would have been a different outcome? I know it's kind of like this is a big what if because it happened so early in the season, but if Q is still around this team, do you think there's a different outcome at all for the season for, for Florida? Um, Possibly. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs with DraftKings same game parlays? You can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win. You get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I don't know. I can't say for sure. Like, it, I don't know if, if you'd really put like the inability to score a goal on the coaching. Yeah, because also you know? to be fair, like they were, they won almost they almost won out the last like three weeks of the season, right? Like they right. Were yeah, no, they, they had so many come from behind games. Yeah. Like I mean, putting the systems in place is like one thing, and like that's where the coaching comes in. But like putting the puck in the back of the net, like can't coach that. You know, yeah. that's that's on the guys. We we were talking. You somebody said, yeah. How do you think Claude Giroux is feeling right now? Uh, probably pretty upset he had a great playoff though no he did great carolina just won again they are uh what save it seven seven and oh on i mean you're taking talking you're taking talking points away from when we get to that series i don't i haven't watched that i haven't i haven't watched that series but no here so my last thing about this series is (laughs) if tampa goes on to win the stanley cup this year yeah i'm all in on them going for the four pete yeah (laughs) <laughs> and at this point, you got I mean, like, you have to be cheering for that to do a four peat that hasn't been done since the fucking 80s. I would love for them to collapse and then get 11th overall draft pick so that we can have it. <laughs> Are they both top 10 protected? Yeah, they're both top 10 protected. Oh, you fucking idiot boner. So if they get 11th, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Look, let them get their four peat. And then the next year they can have their collapse. No, we want that eleventh next year. I don't know. I just think I think honestly, I would sacrifice a good draft pick that year to see that history because that's insane. <laughs> that's insane though. Like to do a four peat in the salary cap era, that's fucking insane. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen though. We'll see. All right. So four nothing. <laughs> Tampa over the Panthers. My entire bracket's fucking busted now. Thanks. Everybody a lot. called it. Um, I had to stick with them. I had to go with my heart. Like I, I, I knew they were gonna win. I just had to go with my heart, which has been with Florida this entire season. But uh, you just brought up Carolina, New York, Carolina. What was that final score? Three one. Three one. So they are seven and zero at home and zero and five on the road. Zero oh, and five. 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 Yes. Five. It's true. What a weird. What a weird thing to be doing there. Carolina's really good when they get the the last chance to change, and uh, apparently they just aren't the other in the other direction. I think it's because like whatever whatever line I know against the Boston uh, in the Boston series, like they matched up Jordan Stahl with uh, Patrice Bergeron's line, and he basically shut them down the entire time in Carolina. And then when Boston had the the last change and they didn't have to have uh stall against Bergeron. Like they fucking worked them. So it's, it's really, apparently you gotta be at home for Carolina and have, you have to have Jordan stall playing against their top line and just win your home games because the minute you don't have Jordan stall against their top line, apparently they can't play any fucking defense against those guys. But also Sorry, been... I, I zoned out because <laughs> I was trying to pull something up really quick because it started with me looking at to see if they were to move on, if they would have home ice advantage go, like next round. Yeah. 
Um, but then I got distracted by uh, Yammer Yager's leaning toward his 35th professional season. Yeah. And Evander Kane is expected to play tonight after the birth of his son. What is going? Wait, what is going on here? Did, wait, who's 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 giving birth to it? Congratulations, just Evander and divorced? Mara. Didn't he just Iverson, get divorced? Frank Kane. What? I'm so confused. I. With his whole like, like what? I don't know. Um, yeah. Mara, okay then. Girlfriend Mara Tegan. Did you, did she like she had to get pregnant like right away? What is happening? <laughs> All right. So too. Carolina, the they I think they get home max advantage. <laughs> oh, she's an idiot. She's only twenty six years old. She's a dumb. She probably thinks she's getting in on some money. Um, All right, so Carolina, will, will they will have home ice advantage? Yeah, I believe so. I think that they finished above. Yeah, what they if, finished. They finished third in the league. Oh my god! What if Carolina home ice advantage in the in the conference final? Yeah. Edmonton Oilers somehow upset. Oh no. Colorado. Carolina doesn't win a road game the entire playoffs and win the Stanley Cup final. They had to go, they go to game seven every single series. Yeah. What a fucking, what a stat that would be. That would Stanley be Cup champions to never one. win on, on the road. No, I kind of want that. Just got the Flames game on and everybody's just chanting go, Flames go. Nothing else is happening. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's also kind of funny that, uh, of the teams that are left right now, um, the teams that have like the best chance at like winning it all are, uh, um, natural disasters in a way, <laughs> avalanche, hurricane, I, lightning, <laughs> and then Oilers, <laughs> or if the flames come back, yeah, flames. flames, there you go, flames, lightning. Oilers. Nope, not Oilers. Fuck. I'm getting confused. Oh, oh man. So, yeah, like I said, I'm not paying attention to that series at all. So, yeah. Western Conference. Yeah, man. And fucking goddamn. Avalanche in St. Time, Louis. That's the last time I look at NHL.com on a recording because that got me so goddamn sidetracked. That was on NHL.com? Yeah. The NHL. Evander Kane having a child thing? Yeah. Oh, because he's, re- he's going to be in the lineup tonight. That's yeah. why. He misses oh, morning, they miss morning skate because okay. Yeah, well, let's go with uh let's go talk about the uh what's it called? Abs in St. Louis game or All right. series series. Where so I guess you just start at the main thing. Game three. What happened game three? No, it was game two, wasn't it? What happened game? No, it was game three. What happened game three? The fucking Kadri train came out. <laughs> I I mean honestly, like the play itself I watched Dude, it, and it's, it's so just a battle stupid. for the puck in front of the net. Like I think we were saying in our group chat, like the comment was made that it's like, you make a clean save on that and that puck's not sitting there. You're fine. <laughs> and but, it's two players. It was two players battling for the puck yeah. and whoever, I forgot who it was on St. Louis, the defense defender, like Cal Rosen, Cal Rosen. He fucking changed the direction of Kadri. Like people are like, how does he do that when he's in front of him? It's like, 
you clearly see it. He slowed up trying to, you know, try to grab Kadri, try to move him. And he moved him directly back into line in line of Bennington. For those who have been living under a rock, game three, yes. Bennington uh, gets hit by Kadri. Hits, and I was saving air quotes if you're listening and not watching. And it's mainly his defenseman running into him. Yeah. And he's out for the remainder of, they say the series. Yeah. But you got to assume it might be the playoffs in general if if St. Louis moves on. Like I think you have to be the way they're making it out. Like unless they're just they were just really trying to get a a, a classic Hadri suspension. Oh, well, like, I don't know, I don't know what they were what they were trying to do with that. But um, so that happens. Bennington leaves the game. Then after that game comes the classic stay classy St. Louis moment. With fans just DMing death threats, racist remarks to Kadri and, and I'm assuming Kadri's wife. No. They were DMing Kadri's cat's account. Cat's account? His cat. An account, his Instagram account for his cat. They were DMing. That's the one they were DMing? Yep. What? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm, I don't think I don't think Kadri has an uh, an Instagram. I didn't even. Th- um, I didn't. I, 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 I did not seen, know that. that one right oh, there. Oh, he does have an Instagram, but like those were there were comments sent to his uh, cat's account. Like it was that's where it was mentioned. I just I like the fact that um. Oh jeez, I like the fact that when they, his wife made that post. She did not censor. Oh, a hundred percent. It's the people that fucking wrote that shit. Those fuckers. I w- it was really upsetting because I was kind of bored. So I was looking through up all the names that she showed. Yeah. Only one of them deleted their account. Everybody else yeah. went, pri- went to the pr- uh, one private. Yeah. One of them's like a high school kid too. And uh, I saw like a, a post that like, uh, I guess his on uh, some sort of soccer team and uh, the coach made a, a statement or an online statement that the kid is like suspended from the team. Good. It's like, well, don't be a piece of shit. <laughs> Keyboard warriors. Let's go. Yeah, dude. Kids probably fucking crying. I didn't mean it. I'm just joking. Yeah. Somebody else. Um, they, I've seen comments every, like all over the place. Cause like, you know, people are just going to dive a little too deep into this shit and like, like really fuck with people. And a lot of people were, or like some of the people were really upset because now they're like being targeted for their mean comments. And it's like, yeah, because you're a piece of shit. I don't. And then there was one where like somebody apparently hit, like, it mentioned that, like, oh, like they didn't mean it. They said it while they were drunk. And it's like, yeah, man, like I've been drunk too, but I don't just like go off on some racist shit to yeah, like somebody. Racist death threats. To like and... a, an athlete. Like, yeah, are you like, kidding? What the f- Fucking like just because you're drunk doesn't excuse the fact that you're a garbage human and you got caught being a garbage human. I don't think that there's ever been anything to happen in any sporting event for any team that I like or follow that my initial reaction is I want to tell this person that he deserves to die or or he needs to hear the most racist shit possible. I think like even when like when like Malkin like gave Corey Crawford a concussion I was just like yo fuck that guy <laughs> like, like fuck that guy that's all I would say I think I, I was like, like 
For you're talking about, was it the clap on, right? Uh, no, it was when he just like hit him. Like, who was it I that hit the, it was. who was like who was the clap bomb? Oh, who, I don't remember. Was it Shea Weber? Oh, may, oh yeah, I think yeah. So. When Shea Weber hit him and he just went down, and, I was like, first I was like, oh fuck, what a shot. And then I was like, yeah. oh fuck, Weber, and that like like kind of thing. Like it was like one of those initial things. But it's like it's never been like this person needs to die. His family yeah. needs to die. His family needs to know that they are another. Uh, race and that they need to hear the worst possible stuff You're about that race. You're another race. Did you know? <laughs> That's, I can't yeah, even I mean, fake bad shit like that. Like I because it doesn't. I can't even fathom something like that. Like what? It's also like who puts the energy into doing dumb shit like that? Like what the fuck, man? Be but better. The, the best thing about all that was Game Four when yes. Taji came out and put up a fucking hat trick. And an assist, four points on the night in St. Louis. Just like, oh, I don't hear anybody. <laughs> Fuck you, St. Louis. You guys are a scumbag organization. You're a scumbag fan base. Your organization hasn't even come out and said anything about this. Condoning well, it Craig, or... Craig did, did say something about it. So apparently, um, I don't know if it was the night after game four... He was asked like about co- the comments towards Kadri, and he said that he had no comment. But um, later on, after like I, when they did like a second interview, um, I don't know when it was, but he had he had brought up the fact that like they don't condone that kind of language, and that he he wasn't aware of the comments because it was like he was focusing on the game ahead, you yeah. know. And I was like, all right, that makes sense. Like I, you would think with like. Some of you are like, oh, what do you think about the comments towards Kadri? And then she, all you have to do is literally be like, I don't think that that's a good thing. Like, we need, we need to get past all this kind of language towards play, like players. Like, I don't condone this. Like, racism doesn't belong in our sport. Easy. He gets, layup he answer. And he did not say that. And so it's like, yo, man, that's kind of fucking stupid. But then when he comes out and he's like, I did not know that that's what happened. Those things should never be said. And he right. actually, like, you know, like, came He out gets a little bit. Of, yeah, he gets a pass. It. He explains the situation. Yeah. The problem is that the organization, their PR team, this is what you're fucking, you have a PR team for. NHL came out with a statement about it too. Our our fan base said shitty shit. You don't fucking say that. We don't condone that. We hold our organization and our fans to a higher standard than that. Blah, blah, blah. Kind of thing like that. NHL took like two days or something like that to come out with with their statement. And it was just also a generic copy paste we don't condone this, blah, blah, this blah. Racism has no place in hockey. Um, it's yeah. it's it's ridiculous. It's like, how many times are you going to like just say that? And it's like, that's why it's like I have, going back to what we were talking about earlier with the Hockey Canada stuff, it's like I have no faith in the in the NHL to come through and do something. Why is the NHL, and it's like the NHLPA too, why is the NHLPA not stepping up more to protect their member? You know, like, I just, I don't understand why nothing, nothing changes. And then people wonder why hockey is seen as this, just this racist, you know, shit show of a sport. Because you have opportunities to change it and you don't do anything. Yeah. Fucking step up, do something. I don't expect anything from St. Louis. This is just your MO. You guys are like this. (laughs) M.O. as in Missouri. Nailed yeah. it. <laughs> oh, wait. What one was it? Nope. Wrong one. Damn it. 
I had a drum thing on the soundboard. I don't remember. Nope. There, that song. But I should really label these. Fuck. Um, but no, like, I just, I don't know. St. Louis, I can't, I guess I really shouldn't be angry at you because you're just doing what you do. Anyway, <laughs> game five, thought St. Louis was going to get destroyed. Um, nice little home homecoming for Kadri too. All the fans holding we stand with Kadri and yeah, that was cool. Like they actually had like they had like uh, towels in the in the stands for it. Um, like I just collapsed. What a collapse by the Avalanche up three to nothing, and then uh, go and get tied three to three. And then McKinnon has probably the nastiest goal of the playoffs so far. It's going end to end and for the hat trick too, right? For the hat trick too. And then just like tucking it in real close to him and somehow just get enough on it to flip it over Huso's shoulder. And it's like, I was like, that's got the game's got to be over. Like, how do you come back from that? And then they scored a fucking goal with the empty net. And I was like, God damn it. So well, I had my fingers crossed that Kadri was going to score the, the OT winner. But now it's even better. Like, whatever, man. Like, St. Louis won that game. Now St. Louis can lose at home. And Kadri can score another Hattie or something. <laughs> I hope. Oh my God, Kadri hat not, hat trick with goal three coming in overtime. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. Fucking what was it? Game four. David Perron. What a fucking scumbag. Oh my God. Yeah. Him jumping like Kadri too. Yeah. He well. So what he did was he jumped him after the whistle, took a penalty. Kadri scored on that power play. And then that's when he was, but he was, it wasn't on the power play. It was right when Ferran came out of the box and then he scored on that. And that's right when he's coming out of that box and he fucking scores is when he throws that fucking tries to hit him with the elbow while he's fucking like celebrating. It's like, Jesus Christ, bud, like give it a fucking rest. And then who did he, and then he fucking like crotch chop somebody too, like uh, low blow with the stick. Devin, Devin Taze. Yeah. Like dude. Fuck, man. It's all these guys that, like, you don't – like, the sneaky like the sneaky scumbags in this league are, like, really starting to show themselves a lot more. In the playoffs, yeah. Yeah, but – so, Colorado leads 3-2. Game five – or, sorry, six. game six is today as this record uh, – when this recording goes out um, tomorrow as we're recording it. Um, let's go Colorado. Like, really. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see it either a blowout or an OT Kadri goal. Yeah, it's the only way I want to see it OT is if Kadri gets the game winner. Yeah. Other than that, fucking put up 12 goals on them. I don't give a shit. Yeah, seriously. It'd be great. All right. Um, so that leaves the Battle of Alberta. Um, I don't know why I said that way. But... I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> the Battle uh, of Alberta. This has been kind of a disappointing series a little bit. It's been a wild fucking series. It's been wild, but not the kind of wild I was hoping for. I was hoping to be a lot closer. Um, after that 9-6 first game, I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah, I mean, the fact that – what did Calgary go up, like 3 to nothing, 4 to nothing, And then it was like – it was all over the place. And it was just kind of like, where the fuck – did the goaltending go? <laughs> the what last... happened? What happened to Markstrom? Like he had, like him and Ottinger had like some of the best goaltending stats of the first round, going against each other. 
is he is he just playing to the level of the the goaltender across from him? I wonder if he's hurt. Oh, I don't know, man. He's just missing shit. Like he misplaying. So- oh, it, it no. Here, here's the evidence. He's he, he's misplayed. What was it? Game four. 19 seconds into the period, first period, he misplays a puck behind the net. Sound familiar? Mike Smith, anyone? You mean the same Mike he... Smith that allowed a goal from the other end of the ice later same in the game? Same <laughs> game! <laughs> and then, Dude, he's, and then he's, proceeds he's to just blame. Matching, he's matching the other goalie. <laughs> and the same Mike Smith that lets that happen and then proceeds to blame the defense for that no, goal? Didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. No, after the after the game, he he goes. I guess I can laugh about it now, but yeah, it's like I think the first and only time I've ever lost the puck completely on the ice in my career. And I was just like, "Yeah, man, you had to have because that shot was from the far blue line. Like what the fuck? It was like almost like top of the circle, wasn't it? Yeah, like it was below it was, the blue line. It's it was it was ridiculous. Also, what I want to see, I forgot right at the moment but what's Evander Kane getting paid right now <laughs> peanuts yeah right I think he's a league minimal he is well he's gonna be a UFA but he signed for where the fuck is it 2.1 um million was his AAV was that uh did he sign it that value because it was like mid-season so he's only getting paid like a part of it um his base salary is 750 the minor salary you can but can you imagine how much he can demand with this kind of playoff performance he's having alongside mcdavid do you know how excited vegas is seeing that (laughs) vegas yeah man they're like oh my god he's coming back he's he's gonna he's gonna get like loaded on this deal i just like what do you what do you do as Edmonton? Like, do you end up paying him, or do you, and like like waste your money, and just hope that he can keep doing it? I mean, all he's doing is fucking tapping it in. Yeah, I mean, which apparently no one else has been able to ever for playing alongside Connor McDavid. It's insane. He's playing on a line with Drysaddle and McDavid. Like, let's pump know. the brakes a little bit here, guys. Like, I could go and put twelve goals up if McDavid. Yeah, but nobody and else has done that. Like they've made the playoffs. They haven't fucking done shit though. Like now they're I I don't know what's happening, but seven. What do you have? Seven or eight goals in the first round? He's got like twelve total. He's got right twelve now. right now. Yeah, leading the league in power play or playoff goals. It's crazy. Like I'm not gonna deny that he's he's not a good goal scorer. Like he's a good goal scorer, but it's like how much easier can your job be when you're on that line? You know. We've said this little from the beginning though. It's. You take away all his bullshit off ice. He's a good player. Like yeah. it's not, he's a bad. It's not. It's never been that he's a bad hockey player. He's a no. bad fucking human. That's the problem. It's just a <laughs> shitty person. <laughs> like yeah, that's the issue. Like he's a good hockey player, and he's got a new son. <laughs> yeah, he's got another one. Like uh, I mean, there's like good for him, I guess you know. But like, I wonder how he really is, except for the fact that like you hear the stories about how like he's just like nobody wants him in the locker room and shit like that. Like I to try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like he's, I, I would just hope him, eventually yeah. he like matures enough to like, not be a, a person that is an asshole, but like, 
You try to give him benefit of the doubt, but the thing is, when you have multiple teams, right, and they're saying that there's issues like this, uh, yeah, where there's smoke, there's fire, and it's probably safe to assume right. that it's it's true. It's probably blazing. Like yeah. I still love the like like my all time favorite picture is Buffalo flicking him off. Oh yeah, Just... like that's my favorite picture. <laughs> like far. I would love, I would pay off whatever debt one one of his debts to have both of them sign that. <laughs> yeah, don't let him hear this. He's like, <laughs> he's just gonna forge Bufflin's signature. <laughs> it would be like another thing to fucking hate him for. Bufflin's doing an, <laughs> Bufflin's actually doing an autograph convention in Chicago, um, in the middle of June. Okay, that might be uh, worth a trip going out there with that picture and seeing if he'll sign it. Oh, Calgary goes up one nothing on their second shot of the game. Classic. I just like Calgary. I feel like it's just collapsing in this series. I, I, uh, I just never like. I watched game two. Yeah, game two, and they were fucking buzzing. Yeah, like they were just all out. And then I fell asleep at like I tried staying up for that. I ended up golf. I was golfing forty five holes that day. Fell asleep at at like the start of the third period and wake up that they lost. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And it's just this team, it's – I don't know if what you're saying is true or not. Like, if they're just playing down a level or or what they're doing. But it just – it doesn't make sense for how good they were. Yeah, no. Especially defensively. The fact that they're giving up so many goals. Like, I, I saw a stat last game that they showed on, on the television. And um, it was the difference in goals against average – from one series to another and Markstrom is like 4.0 something or like that, like plus goals against average versus the previous series, which is just crazy shit. Like not only are you a Vesna finalist and you shut down the first series, you all of a sudden can't fucking stop a puck. He hasn't had over a 90% save percentage in any of the first four games of the series. And I mean, when this pod cast comes out this team could be fucking done <laughs> like they're only up one right at the at the moment and i mean who knows maybe they, maybe he fucking loses it again and can't make a fucking save i mean yeah. and the thing is though too it's like what are we gonna see are we gonna see the real calgary flames come back or are we gonna see like the real mike smith show up like i just it just feels like it's like this whole series is like imposter syndrome. Like, yeah, like they're, they're both playing at a level that they shouldn't be playing. It's, it's weird. Cause it's, I feel like if they were to play, if either of these teams played any other team that made it to this round, I feel like they get smoked. <laughs> and it just so happens that they're playing each other and it's just a wild one. I think too, that, if you're St. Louis or Colorado, you've got to be like just licking the chop your chops to get get at whatever team comes out of this. Yeah, I think Pretty whoever much. whoever comes out of Colorado or St. Louis, congratulations! I think you're going to the Stanley Cup final. Colorado, <laughs> right? That's it should be, but like I still think of St. Louis I don't know. somehow well, win two games in a row. Is, like, I don't know. Is McDavid got enough in him to like basically just will this team to a Stanley Cup final? No, that's what I'm saying. He's, do, he's doing it all himself. What is it? He has he has like the most points in the first 
what is it now 14 or 12, 13 games or something like that he he's like top five in in points in like 12 games and like it just keeps going up like he is almost like 30 points he has more points scored than like the point leaders of several playoffs in the last like 10 years right like he's like Kaner was like the point leader in 2015 he already surpassed him he's like six points ahead of him already Here's the here's the big problem is yeah McDavid can probably single handedly do it but eventually if you face a Colorado yeah who's a complete team yeah they're gonna know how to shut down McDavid they will shut him down no problem right yeah and then usually you got Leon Dreisaitl he's playing with a bad leg I think it's I think they came out and said like his his ankles messed up. There's like footage of him trying to get off the ice and he looks like you're chopping his leg off trying to get over the boards or jumping into the bench. Like you're telling me that guy's got another month and a half of hockey in him. Oh yeah. I don't know about that too. It's like, it's still a long road to to the end. So you're looking, you're looking not to like June. Yeah. You had to play hockey till like mid almost end of June. Maybe it's like, yeah, right I mean, before. it's almost June already. Yeah, like end of almost July, you're looking at the games. If you go, especially if you end up playing Carolina and you got to go to game seven every series, <laughs> like how yeah. like, like how far, like how long can that last? You think Kane's going to Kane's gonna step up and, and be Leon Dreisaitl? No, that's not no. happening. You think well, Mike's well, he's going to tap in 27 goals, though, during the playoffs? <laughs> You think Mike Smith's gonna hold up? No way. No. Yeah, I don't think so. You're right. You're right. It's like, I just, it's I a don't lot of time see, left. I just, I don't see if they get past Calgary, which statistically looks like they're going to, like how rare it is to come back from a 3 1 lead, whatever. Yeah, but Edmonton going Edmonton, though. I know, like, yeah. <laughs> but if they, when they get past, if and when they get past the Calgary Flames, they got Colorado. And Colorado is just going to fuck them up. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think Colorado's going to fuck up Calgary too. I don't. Yeah. No, I, I, I think so as well. Like it's, it's going to be, uh, I, I think right now the best matchup for Colorado in the Western conference is probably St. Louis at this point. Yeah, they're like, but yeah. Even, it doesn't matter because I, I honestly, with the way Tampa Bay's playing right now, like whoever fucking oh my god, dude, makes the final me, feed. I can't me. wait. I want to see Colorado. I want to see Tampa and Carolina. Like that's gonna be that's gonna be probably very close to like Hawks in uh, LA, like 2014. Yeah, man. Fuck. I think the only thing that sucks. Is that uh, Carolina's not playing with uh, Freddie Anderson, but Auntie Ronta's playing great. You know, a team that's as solid as Carolina. What what breaks first? Let's say Carolina still is just like winning at home only. That goes to Game Seven, serious clinching game against Vasilevsky. Carolina at home. <laughs> who who breaks? <laughs> oh my God, that just writes itself. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I hopefully, I, well, I would like to see this series go seven just because it's been a crazy one. But uh, Calgary's got a lot of a lot of um, yards to make up, I guess. Yeah, you got to win three in a row. Yeah, well, just win at least two. It goes seven. That's great. 
Well, yeah, to, to win. Sorry, yeah, just to make seven, they got to win two in a row, which is possible. It is yeah. possible. Well, we'll see. Uh, as of right now, we are looking at five, just under five, or just under six minutes left in the first. Uh, Calgary's up one nothing. Uh, game five, so we'll either see a Calgary victory when uh, we talk next. Well, no, regardless, I think when we record next, the next round will be set. Oh I think. shit! Okay, David so, scored. <laughs> Classic for David. <laughs> David scored. He almost did. Uh, <clears throat> But yeah, but I think that time we record, uh, we'll have our conference final set up. So we'll give our yeah. predictions and previews and all that kind of stuff. Um, Tampa's the only else? one on so far. Let's see who else. Yeah. So do you got anything else for today? No. Yeah, nothing. Okay, so that's episode one seventy eight. Tanner, take it away. Oh, uh, natural disaster semifinals. I don't know. Wait, it's actually it's not proven yet, so we can't do that. Yeah, I mean that might jinx it a little bit there. Um, I, where did Markstrom go? <laughs> Where's Markstrom? Yeah, where the dog doing? All right, so that's episode one seventy eight. Where's Markstrom? Uh, make sure to follow us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave five star reviews. Uh, like us on social media or follow us on social media. Oh, Should have been the Roos is loose. Oh, we'll change it. It's Larus's loose. <laughs> Here we go. Boom. I just remembered. I was like, oh, it should probably be like more Hawks related. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Hawks don't <laughs> Hawks really don't deserve to have titles, but I like that one. We're sticking with that one. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, social media at WCB Podcast, Facebook, the the Windy City Banners Podcast. Follow Hockey Podcast Network uh, at HockeyPodnet on Instagram and Twitter. And make sure to use promo code THPN when making your bets on DraftKings, Sportsbook, and Daily Fantasy. Uh, Yeah, we will see you on the next one. All right. Love you, boys. Bye. The Windy City Benders Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And follow the boys on socials at WCB Podcast. <laughs>